I saw your uh your post on Facebook. I'm back. And I'm back. All right. So we're back up. Okay. There you go. Real real hiccups in the real world like everybody else. Yep. So this is going to be this part two of, of for your listeners of the the um, episode one that we, we were just on. So 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 John, I wanted to uh, just talk a little bit about what's happening today. Um, I had a chance to watch the movie When They See Us. And, and um, some people know it as the, the Central Park Five, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the, the, that has a negative connotation because that is what the media called them. And it in was listening to a interview by Ava DuVernay, who who was the director, writer, producer. She said, uh, in answer to the question, why did she name it that instead of Central Park Five? She said it was it was because the media had had called them that, called these central these boys that, and it it had a negative connotation where it dehumanized them, and she wanted to have a, a new title that focused focus not just on the boys going to jail for being accused of raping a, a female jogger in, in Central Park, New York, but she wanted to ask the question, what do people see when they see young black boys? Um, so that was how she came up with that title, and right. uh, you know, and it was and it was interesting. You know, it was it was it was interesting um, to to ponder that question once you watch the movie. You know, everyone had a different opinion of what they saw when they saw a fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen year old boy, um, and um, the police saw one thing, and and the the criminal justice system, the district attorney saw something else. The the mothers and the fathers of these boys saw something else, and they were trying to paint that picture to the judge, saying, "My children did not do this crime. You know, that's not how I raised them. They neither one, none of the five had ever been in trouble with the law ever before, ever. So they saw their kids as good kids who had a a um, you know." Uh, a, a bigger vision, bigger purpose for their life was, and what happened is, um, you know, very sad, very unfortunate, and yeah, absolutely, it, 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 you know, um, it, it, you know that was that was one, and that's only one story of of many, you know. Well, I, I have yeah. to make a uh, confession here. I have not seen the show. Um, I oh, of course God. I've lived through the time frame of the real events but i i would be unfair to the listeners if it made it seem like i have an accurate play-by-play of how everything rolled out um, but i'm glad to hear that their names have been um and so i'll try but it's, i think it'll be interesting because i i might be that that distant observer who doesn't have great details and still has to has an opinion 
But what's funny is, like most people, I I am keenly aware that something is going on because I see tons of opinions scrolling through amongst my Facebook friends and uh, followers. And so I see the opinions of a, a lot of folks on that subject. It's pretty interesting. And and speaking of that, what, what's your Facebook site for the listeners so they can 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 log on and and, and uh, reach you? Yeah, if you're if you're interested in the things I work on, you can always find me on Facebook at John P. Dennis. Uh, of course, I'm an author. Um, two books out there right now, Men Raised by Women and The Single Mom, Her Son and the Straw Man. And then, of course, I'll be uh, launching my podcast very soon called Man Made. It's a mentoring system for parents raising their sons, uh, whether you're mom or dad. And so uh, we work through we work through all that. But um, you may as well put your contact connect info in here right now while I'm doing it so we can cover that base. OK, so I'm on Facebook at Kenneth Burnett. That's B-U-R-N-E-T-T. No E. And. Um, I'll be coming out with a book shortly called The Next Day. Um, and I'm a speaker and a vision coach. So if you'd like to to um, hire me for any of your speaking, against, speaking events, I talk on the topics of discovering your purpose workshops, right. as well as developing the vision for individuals and organizations um, around um, creating being legacy centered businesses. So, um, but yeah, so you, you may not see, have seen the movie, but you work with, I mean, but this is a broader topic um, than just yeah, yeah, the yeah. Movie. Yeah. It happens all the time. So give me your, your, your take on, parenting sons in today's climate uh, as it relates to the, the criminal justice system and and the um the the that in dealing with police um you know in the inner city and and uh, how my single moms and, and their sons have to raise uh raising kids oh well you know this is a this is thin ice and, and easy, easy room for a misstep since I haven't seen the show and don't know any of the details. Um, but when you're raising boys, uh, one of the things we cover in, in conferences and uh, even in some of my written materials is you have an individual that is either growing into or already into a very powerful body. Um, a lot of times a, a boy can overcome a, a lady physically, physical strength. And that's, that's read into any, the way the police handle people. And, you know, they're going to deal, they're going to deal with it uh, based on whatever their life perspective is. If it's, you know, prejudice behavior, if it's a dangerous neighborhood that brings in additional kind of, behavior and then if you've got bad history there um so i guess the the first thing that surfaces is you know how we raise our how we raise our sons and how they deal with authority and uh, i don't know that these guys 
did anything wrong in that realm as well. But as I'm raising my boys, um, they're able to they're able to deal with authority and understand that uh, that those officers haven't have a power that they uh, given to them by the state that's going to matter. And you're not you're not able to give any attitudes or any um, any lip or anything like that and and think that it'll be easy to defend you if something negative comes out of it. And then on top of that, you throw racial connotations because America has some has some bad some bad portions in our history on race and, and especially with police forces in different places. So you throw that in there and there is real reason for caution. It's not, you know, people aren't making it up. They're not, people are not conjuring this out of nowhere. These are, there are things happening to people and uh, something, something needs to be done. So I guess, where do you, uh, where do you come down at it? What'd you, what'd you glean from it? I guess. It was, um, it was interesting that I, I watched the movie, but then I also started watching other interviews on YouTube mm-hmm. from the, the actual five men, because they're now men, um, that were in the interview panel since they've been exonerated. Now they travel the country speaking, um, about um, criminal justice reform and things like that, because the five, when they were boys, they were were interviewed by the police department and interrogated um, illegally, um, because right. being minors, they were not supposed to be interrogated without their parents uh, present. So. Um, they were forced into state having statements. And um, so the question arose in, in one of the, the interview panels that I watched, they asked, well, what should we do now in 2019 where if a young boy were to be picked up by the police, if your son, when they say would be picked up by the police, what would you do? And one of the guys said, you know, I, you know, I, I have uh, several sons. I forgot how many he said. He says, and um, I fear for their life now because police are um, brutality is running rampant in this country. And um, I teach my sons how to handle law enforcement and I teach them the law. And he says he believes mm-hmm. you need to know you need to teach your your your, your boys the law because mm-hmm. when they were picked up by the police at 14, 15 and 16 year old, they had never been in trouble with the law, never been arrested or anything. And they did not know their rights. They did not know that they could ask for attorney. They did not know that they could be silent. They did not know that their parents were supposed to be in the room with them. So, mm-hmm. uh, so in 2019, the conversation needs to be with your talking to your sons about understanding the law. You know, and I, that's that's why I took one of the things I took from the. That's uh, a good point. That's a good point, and uh, I. I wonder, you know, I'll ask my youngest son and uh, my younger son. I have one that's 
they've got a good spread. I'll ask them that question and see if I've covered that base with them. I think I, I think I may, have, but uh, it'd be good to be good to check in and make sure that I have. I, you know, the other question, you know, I hear people say criminal justice reform. What reform is there? Because we're, because we're saying that they were interrogated without their parents illegally, right? So the law is there not to do it. So what's the, you know what I mean? When I say reform, you know, law that changes how things are supposed to be done. The law was in place. They did it illegally. Um, what are what are we looking for for in reform is a good question. Yeah. Um, one of the things they were they were 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 expounding on was some of the changes that need to take place are um, if if a person of in the the criminal justice system, whether it was the police that were involved, the detectives, the district attorneys, all those that were involved in this, that that knowingly did this because it was, you know, they knew the law and they did it in any way. So it was, became illegal. Um, and it was a plot to actually frame the boys because they've actually mm -hmm. since um, filed, filed to get all of the... Um, the tapes and, and emails and files um, um, open to to them the, the the five young the five men now so they actually have found emails between the detectives uh, saying how they were going to do plant this on the boys when there was no DNA evidence and all this I mean it was actually a a a wow a, a plant. deliberate deliberate yeah. it was deliberate you know. Um, so now they actually filed for action to be taken against them. And so far, New York has not filed any sort of criminal action. So, yeah, so that's a that's an interesting thing. I was I've been wondering about that, even not just in this case, but over the past few years, there's there doesn't seem to be anything in place. And these are sensitive questions. Do we want for someone because young boys have been. Uh, falsely accused of rape. They've been falsely prosecuted and government officials. I mean, I've seen ones where DNA evidence come back and prove they were free and clear and they go back and interview the old prosecutor and the guy's like, you know, I, I still think he did it. And I'm like, it's like, hey, this guy didn't even believe the evidence that's presented DNA wise. And so should there be something punitive even for those folks, um, right? Maybe the, maybe the system doesn't work if you do that. But well, that's where the um, and that's part of the 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 conversation about reform comes into play. Um, yeah. If a person breaks the law on either side, a civilian or a person that's part of the criminal justice system should they not be held accountable you know so you know that was um you know that was part of that conversation you know i mean it, it so you know i i i um i i 
I was one of the other things about the movie that I got out of it was the effect that their their situation has on them currently today. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've said that they have been in counseling, um, PTSD, um, you know, challenges in, in in marriage, challenges with their families. Um, you know, health issues, a um, lot of things, a lot of repercussions. I can only you know? imagine. Um, because of this incident, you know, um, they spent up from seven, seven years and up to 14 years in prison for a crime they didn't commit, you know, um, being labeled as as rapist, you know. I mean, um, you know, the, you know, once they got out, File having to be registered as sex offenders and couldn't get jobs. I mean, it, it just, you know, it ripple effects. So their whole legacy has been uh, changed. Uh, what they could have been. I used to say, now post prison, I'm playing catch up. And he since now has right. no catch up. He says, who knows what I could have been if I didn't go through this? He says, hey, that's how he feels now. He says, whatever I was going to be, I will never be that. I'm, my whole life has, has changed because I can't erase these memories of what happened to me. And, and, and a lot of society still doesn't erase. I mean, the prosecutor still says that these people did it, even though they found the guy who did it, whose DNA proved he did it. He's in jail currently today. They've interviewed the prosecutor and the prosecutor uh, st- uh, still said he did it. It was just a six person that we never caught. So it was, it was total six people who did it. You know, so um, you know, so it goes to talk about uh, okay, now the person's legacy has been changed when something happens. You know, um, who they were, were going to be as they have their their feeling they can't be whatever they were going to be, you know. So it's it's real real conversations, you know. I, I got the movie was was really good and, and it's just, it leads to conversations that mothers need to have with their children, that fathers need to have with their children, you know. Um about your you know living purposefully, doing things purposefully, you know. Um yeah, yeah. You know, I- and you know, and really on that note, I think the, the the I think the biggest part from all that is like we don't really you know, we don't really get to shape um the impact that we're going to have on this earth from the get go. We don't get all of the we don't get all the hopes and desires lined up in order the way we thought they would they would pan out. You know, I I emerged from a family out of divorce, married myself, went through divorce. It's actually one of the realms that I work in the most helping people who deal with being a single parent and all the demands on their family and the challenges. You know what I mean? Never something that I sat around as a kid and anticipated, you know, one day you're going to travel all over the country. John, you're coming in choppy. I'm hearing every other word. Okay. How's this? Is it better? Yeah, that's better. 
but I guess I guess my input being there's we've had no way of knowing that some of the the tragedies that have happened have turned into our testimonies and our situations that we now go back we'll go back into and impact the world. So I'm I'm glad that they're they're telling this story because it is impacting the world, you know, and it it impacted us the first time we heard it, and now we we can really address it in a better way for for truthfully what really happened, which you know, which really seems to be the way case with almost everything, you know. John, hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, Can you hear me? You went out completely. I I couldn't hear uh, anything in the last thirty seconds. Okay. Uh oh. John. So uh, I oh. I'm still here. You, okay, you got me. John. Still here. Can you hear I me? I hear you now. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Bad connection. Technical, technical difficulties. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We have a storm. We have a storm rolling through on this side of the state, gotcha. so it might be impacting yeah. the connectivity. I guess all my point was with that was is that um, you know, great tragedy often leads you to impacting people facing that tragic uh, situation or society as a whole. You know, their uh, their their current work is touching. You know. Innumerable lives. There's no way to. There's no way to even enumerate what they're work. The way they're what they're working on now is touching people, bringing us back to the table to to do better in these in these areas. So, you know, even though they don't get to, and I think that I say that's important for legacy, because you you don't always get to go towards the legacy you anticipate it, but uh, God has a great way of using you in the overall scheme. You still there? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Can you hear me? Hello. I can. I'll hear you. Okay. Yeah. That that storm was up here, and now we have clear skies. So I guess it's down your way now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was. Yep. Absolutely. Down here a little while ago. Okay. But um, let's tell the listeners as we wrap up what's going to be on some of the upcoming episodes um, on, in your topic, um, in your, your area of expertise. Something I guess in my up. world, we'll, uh, in my world and where we overlap, we'll bring our wives on, the wonderful Roshonda Dennis. And uh, you get to introduce the wonderful Roshonda Bern- uh, Burnett, uh, that, it, it's funny. Um, we, we, <laughs> if you listen closely, it sounds like we're saying the same name, but his wife is um spelled with a O, and my wife's name is spelled with the A, same name, Roshonda, and my wife, Roshonda. So they're going to be on some actually, upcoming Ken, podcast. It's, it's two, it's is two O's and two A's if you want to get even more right. uh, particular. <laughs> yeah, so, wives didn't even know of this, this, this closest name. 
but yeah, and you're going to enjoy their input. Um, they're, they're you know, smart and beautiful women and um, have a lot of great. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we're going to be talking about a lot of issues um, that single moms have. Both of them were single moms for years, raising some um, children. Right. Uh, we're going to be talking about some issues. Some single dads, some single dad, dad issues. issues. Um, um, some stepdad issues. Some uh, all all kinds of some detached some detached parent issues. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Let's um, talk about purposeful parenting. Parenting. Absolutely. You know, um, creating a, a vision for your family. Um, going to be talking about some issues that go around creating that that center around creating a legacy centered business. Um, a lot of single moms are also entrepreneurs, um, like our wives are, um, and um, it's a business for making profit for a purpose purpose they're purpose-driven businesses um looking to talk about how what are some of the stages of manhood you know mm -hmm. uh, of, of life skills training and development um a mm -hmm. uh, lot of good topics we're gonna be uh, yeah Let's Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's it for me, Ken, unless you got more, uh, I say we sign off and uh, get everybody ready for episode. Yeah. Uh, next. Well, well, tell them how to find you one more time. You can find me on Facebook at John J O H N P Dennis. And uh, you can also uh, get my books on uh, Amazon at men raised by women or the single mom, her son, and the straw man. And you can stand by for my podcast that'll be coming out called Man Made, which is to the tutorial that we go through week after week, working on raising your sons. And uh, we're just going to make a man out of them. And uh, what about your connect info? And you can find me at grandvisioncoaching.com grand like the grand canyon visioncoaching.com you can <laughs>